Anyway. Uh, yeah. Hey, um, what movie are we doing this week? Oh, yeah. Or I actually, guess. welcome back to the show. Yeah. What podcast is this? Uh, your parents watch this and with uh, Keen and Brad. Yeah. And what network are we on? Uh, we're on the Comedy Here Often Network. Yeah. The official network of um, uh, blue collar guys everywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is crazy how we're the most blue collar comedy label in Canada. Uh, we are, but only in the sense that uh, we have the most least famous comedians <laughs> on it. We have the most uh, yeah. comedians it, with day jobs yeah. on this label. Yeah, we're blue collar in the sense of we're all broke. Yeah, yeah, all yeah. the other labels have blue collar guys, but they make money. Yeah, we're on it. We're really hoping to move away from that in the future. <laughs> but right now, we are the premier blue collar comedy label in Canada. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're, what movie are we doing? Uh, this week we're doing American Psycho. Yep, Jason Bateman. Um, who else is in it? Um, the guy he kills. Yep, Jason well, Bateman. Jason Bateman. His friend Todd. Jason Bateman and, is uh, not in this movie. Bunch of girls. I thought he was. You're think you're mixing up. Uh, Patrick Bateman is the name of the character. Oh. Jason Bateman is the dad from Arrested Development. Christian Bale is the. Anyway, guy in this. Well, movie. whatever. So it stars Batman. I do like the idea. <laughs> I do like the idea. I mean, this is basically Batman, yeah. a rich guy in New York City. Only difference is Batman doesn't kill people. Did this come out before Batman? It did come out before Batman. Huh. So Christian Bale started as the Joker and then he became Batman. Yes. That adds a lot of depth to the character. Yep. Mary really makes you wonder. But but what do you think the psychos from other countries do? Because if this is what American psychos do, what is like a what would a El Salvadorian psycho do? I would say this, but in Spanish. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> what about the British Virgin Islands psycho? Couldn't even begin to tell you. Well, that was uh, Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, yeah, I figured after <laughs> I started that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. What would you do if you were a psycho? Well, I'm actually an international psycho. You were a Canadian psycho. psycho. I'm an I'm a international psycho. I'm a psycho without borders. <laughs> <laughs> Globetrotting psychopath. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't no, even I don't care know. where I go on vacation, dude. I'm I don't, a psycho. Yeah, I don't think I would murder if I was a psycho. I think I'd be like a different kind of... Like, I'd be like a Bitcoin psycho. Well, they all think that they're not going to murder. That's why he got into being in uh, mergers and acquisitions, you know? Yeah, he's like, this sounds different than murder. Yeah, you know, I'll just murder companies. What if you found out Instead your department was called murders and acquisitions? Well, that would he, be spooky. He would say that to people. Is it? Did he? He was what saying that to girls at the end, where he would always like... Uh, yeah, there was parts of the movie where he just told people he loved to kill, and then they were like, that's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, no, he did that multiple times. He said uh, he was in murders and executions to a girl at a crowded bar. Damn, that's great. You know what's funny is... uh. I didn't. I watched this movie this morning for the first and only time. I want to say what a fucking because I also watched this movie this morning. I'd seen it before, but crazy fucking way to start the day. Yeah, insane Fucked thing up, to wake up. Horrible to. thing to, for the, to be the. Fr I had coffee and then <laughs> I watched American Psycho this yeah, morning. This is honestly probably like I'm going to be a menace at the show tonight. <laughs> There's no way I'm in the right headspace to be regular, but. I didn't. I hadn't watched it yesterday, but I ended my set last night by being like, "I think I should be the guy who gets to decide uh, who gets the death penalty or not." Yeah, and so I just think that's an interesting coincidence. <laughs> it might turn into Canadian Psycho. Also, is it? Did you notice that this movie starts the exact same way as Step Brothers? How does it start? Um, by sh with shots of food. 
Um, which is how Step Brothers starts. The guy's making nachos. Do you think that was that parallel was drawn on purpose? I because I will say Will Ferrell is a bit of a fucking American psycho in that movie. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I think someone's ripping off someone. That's all I'm saying. Um, but yeah, let's talk about that beginning intro scene a little more because uh, what were they talking about? Like uh, off the top, it was a oh he, the waiter recommended squid ravioli. Yeah, which sounded uh, really gross to me. Because not only do um, like wet ravioli and squid have the same texture, yes, but also like, why would you ruin? What sauce would you use? I don't know, piss and shit. Yeah, probably. Um, the yeah, diarrhea the, of a lion. The '90s was like such a funny era for fancy food, where I feel yeah. like they were just kind of like starting to figure out how to make you know shit nice, but they would still like encase it in Jello. Yeah, this guy's like, we pimped out Chef Boyardee for you guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's like, oh, I'm rich. But I forget what the line was. But they made fun of a Jewish guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. McDermott didn't like the Jews. Yeah, McDermott didn't like the Jews, and then uh, the only guy who stuck up for them was Patrick Bateman. Yeah, which uh, reminded which me of like fake woke like male feminist guys. Oh, totally, dude. <laughs> I I really love that the only uh, uh, not anti-Semitic guy is also the only serial killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. Yeah, he's like one of those guys who's like, don't make fun of a woman, but also never tell her that you have chlamydia right before you have sex with her. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I respect all women unless I want to have sex with them. Yeah. Then they're pigs. <laughs> um. I respect all old women. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I respect every grandmother. All not hot women. I think... Um, you know, like rich guys, like you used to have to be wearing a suit or else everyone would think you had suddenly lost it all. Yeah. But I think that's because like the like who's the fanciest guy from that time? Frank Sinatra, right? Sure. And he always wore suits. Yes. But who's the fanciest guy of our time now? Pete Davidson. Absolutely not. <laughs> that's the most insane. <laughs> thing Who would you say? Uh, Gucci Mane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. And so I, well, Pete Davidson does dress like Gucci Mane. I'll give you that. No, he doesn't. He dresses Don't better. Don't insult. You think he dresses better than Gucci Mane? You're insulting Guwop as a bit, and it's not funny. Do you me. think he dresses better than the Ice Daddy? You're crossing the line. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that in like ten years, the all the rich guys, like instead of wearing suits, they're gonna just start like all wearing Balenciaga. Like even uh, like even Bill Gates. I hope that they all start wearing those uh, skin-tight bodysuits that the Kardashians are always wearing. That would be cool, too. Well, imagine Bill Gates in one of those, like, monogrammed black-on-black Gucci crewnecks where yeah, it's... That'd be good. The letters just kind of pop out, but you can't really see them from a distance. I'd like that. I really, I mean, everyone dressing like rappers would rock. just has that weird, like, gut and those Bill Gates titties. <laughs> those computer coder titties. Dude, I wouldn't is mind. Is that body shaming? I'm sorry if it is, but he's also a billionaire, so whatever. You can body shame Bill Gates. Have you ever noticed that computer coders always have huge titties? Well, it's because they, they arch themselves over their desk, and, and they're gravity, obviously not. It's gravity. Gravity sucks gravity their titties Gravity sucks down. their titties. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> well, at least someone's sucking them. But yeah, no, I would like to see billionaires dressed in you know streetwear. I think Warren Buffett wearing like a you know like a young thug Jeffrey dress would yeah. look really good. It would be so sick if like you they wouldn't let you in the stock market unless you were wearing like a Bape sweatsuit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look, I just don't think you can afford to trade. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Bezos in those shorts with the shark mouth on. Hey, him. look, those Jordans are general release, buddy. You're gonna have to get to the back. <laughs> so <laughs> he's like you're still wearing jays dude what are those mids get out of here these are these look like nikes but they got spikes on them <laughs> a lyric from a song i heard today anyway um yeah i thought this was the movie about the guy who lives in the hotel with his dead mom yeah brad thought this was just psycho not american psycho which yeah. is about uh oh yeah we didn't say it was what it was about it was about a millionaire who kills people american psycho or regular psycho? american psycho and regular psycho is just a guy who's not rich, but he still kills? Yeah, just about a guy who kills people. Damn. That's the difference. He hasn't achieved the American dream well, quite yeah, yet. Well, yeah, that's because he's America. It's capitalist, so it's possible to become rich. But he's probably a psycho from some socialist regime. Some backward socialist nation. Yeah, he's l the Libyan psycho. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> 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 uh, I think this movie invented self-care. Because of uh, the nine-hour self-care sequence off the top? Yeah, that was crazy. And I don't think any movie... That is crazy. I and I also movie character even does skin care. Honestly, dude, if we uh, if we did, like, an uh, a TikTok-like lip-sync reel where we just, like, you know, mouthed over everything that Patrick Bateman was saying in regards to his skincare oh, routine... that and should be our first TikTok, ...posted dude. that, we'd be, like, you know, self-care Sundays. Dude, the paradigm would shift, honestly. We would. It would, because yeah. then you'd realize that uh, being a psycho is actually cool. It's actually um, uh, masculine. This movie is the first time I've ever been told, like, specifically what to do about skincare. Because anytime you ask someone, they have, like, the most general, like, insane, uh, like, tutorial or whatever. I don't like it when I ask somebody about skincare and they're like, yeah, you know... Step one is uh, wash your pillowcases all the time. And it's like, I'm not doing fucking laundry. Dude, yeah. I'm asking about my skin right well, now. Well, I have like 10 pillowcases, so I just rotate them out so I don't have to do laundry. All right, I have two, and I have two pillows. Well, I bet it feels bad being a regular psycho, not a rich <laughs> one like me. <laughs> not a rich-ass American psycho. But, yeah, it's because I always ask uh, women for skincare routines because I ask women every question I have because yep. uh, they're all smarter than I Um but then they never have, like, specific advice. They're always just like, yeah, find a face wash that you like. And it's like, <laughs> well, that's not helpful. What one do you like? <laughs> Tell me what one you use. I want to smell like a strawberry or whatever. Um. <laughs> uh, this movie felt like, that part of the movie felt like a men's Dove ad. Yeah, it made me, it made me put on some moisturizer. And old Patty Bateman kind of has a wagon on him. <laughs> Did you notice that? that? What, that he's a big fucking dump truck? Yeah, dude, he was hauling, he was the donkey, and he was hauling a fucking cart behind him. <laughs> yeah, honestly, uh, he he he's super hot in this movie. Yeah. I get why he wants to kill all those yeah, people. Yeah, he is fine as hell. If I was that hot, I don't think I would kill people. I think I would just chill. I think I would just take what was coming to just me. Just be super hot? Yeah, I would just hang out being hot. That seems like easier than going on a murder spree yeah i mean not for him he wanted the recognition of being hot and successful and they wouldn't give that to him so then he tried to get is that why 
he did it? Because I thought there was no motive. I don't think there was any motive. I mean, as far as I can tell, the whole motive for all of the characters is to have everybody think that they rule through the whole movie. I think that the yeah. killing was mostly just kind of a weird power. Like, I do think that he was just a fucking psycho. But yeah. at the end of the movie, he started to get, uh, on some level, it seemed pissed off because no one would recognize that he was this, you know, fucking horrible monster of a serial Yeah, killer. that part with the lawyer was uh, funny. I liked that part. Yeah, yeah. Where the lawyer was just like, you're lying. Yeah. But then I started wondering, because I don't think I understood it, because then I thought, was this all a dream? I thought he imagined it all, like, in Fight Club. Oh, I mean, that's interesting. No, I don't think it was. I think that the lawyer was there to confirm that it wasn't a dream. Because, you know, he did get the fucking call from him and all that stuff. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I don't know. I think it's just that it doesn't matter. I think that it's just that nobody fucking cares. Yeah, that was crazy. Only the P.I. cared. Well, And he didn't even really. Like, I, I really wish that there was more of an investigative you know, cat and mouse game to this story. And I get that that's not what it was trying to be, but I would have liked it. Yeah, it would have been cool. I, I don't... What was it even trying to be? Like, I think, in my mind, I feel like they just were like, let's make a fucked up movie. I mean, honestly, I feel like probably yes. I think that it's this movie's a lot really, of shock value. Not really catching a message out of this. Not really me. Like, apart from that Wall Street guys are bad. Which, like, not really. I mean... I think that, you know, maybe it's kind of a cautionary tale to the degeneration of America or whatever and what people's values are, you know, like with all the um, uh, like the business card scene where they're obsessing over, you know. Yeah, that was weird. And then the thing about how they always had to have reservations, how they had to have reservations and then how Pat Bateman, uh, he took it as a big hit to his insecure to, you know, um, I guess like his manhood almost like his. uh perception of himself or his ego he took it as a big blow to his ego uh when he wasn't able to get reservations at that fancy restaurant and then when everyone kept asking him to go there it almost made him seem like less or you know made him not seem like the fucking sick ass billionaire that he wants everyone to perceive himself as i think that's the point of this movie yeah i think that i don't see how that ties into being a brutal murderer i mean i think that it's just to show that there's nothing there like, he's just a guy who cares purely about uh, people's perception of him. Oh, so maybe the message of the movie is, like, it doesn't matter what your, what the, your appearance is. You're yeah, exactly. You're still fucked. You can't, you, you, you're still fucked. And I mean, like, I think, because, like, really this movie, I feel like it predicted a lot of the social media trends and how people act now. Pretty fucking spot on. Like the uh, Yeah, like, guys will be famous YouTube vloggers, and then they'll brutally murder their girlfriend in the woods and leave her there. Yeah. That's uh, pretty much identical to this movie. I mean, and that happened about a week ago. <laughs> Did you see that? The I was doing a Gabby Petito joke. Oh, no. I was thinking about there was one. Another one happened? Yeah, another one happened. It was, uh, <laughs> I can't remember the guy's name That's or crazy, the girl's name. Dude. But, uh, yeah, it was like this TikTok couple that, you know, would always just post shit about how perfect of a relationship they had. Yeah. Uh, but the wife was like, uh, I don't know if she was cheating on him, but she was hanging out with, like, a, a guy friend of hers. Okay. And then he uh, heard them on a, uh, like, a... Uh, like a voice monitor, or like a security camera. And oh, the baby monitor. Yeah, and then, yeah, I saw and then that. came home and killed both of them. Which is, I mean, I'm not here to condone <laughs> murder, but what I am here to say is um, consider all the consequences to all your actions when you're about to cheat on your husband. <laughs> <laughs>
Think about how mad he might get. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Um, yeah, uh, you know. But, what? but I, I was just gonna say, like, uh, I, I feel like, uh, yeah, the characters in this movie really mirror how people act on social media. Yeah, I got there was a a, a scene uh, early on in the beginning where um, uh, Bateman went out for dinner with like a couple of guys from work and all their girlfriends and stuff. Yeah, they're gumas. They're gumas. Um, and they were talking about, um, uh, fucking one of them brought up, uh, gentrification, yeah. uh, gentrification in New York. And then, uh, oh yeah. She's like, yeah. Is Soho becoming more commercial? And then the other guy, uh, who Patrick Bateman says is the only one of his friends he respects, yeah. uh, is like, uh, forget about Soho. There's bigger problems in Sri Lanka. And then he, uh, gets all the problems wrong. He says, Sikhs are <laughs> killing Jews, which is. Just not true. I looked it up, and that was a disinformation campaign put out by the old U.S. government to cover some other shit up. Good old APEC, baby. And so he falls for that, and then uh, Patrick Bateman is like, hey, come on. There's bigger issues than Sri Lanka. Have you heard of uh, ending world hunger? Nuclear yeah. disarmament? That is the funniest like Twitter Racism? debate that you'll ever see is a guy being like... Uh, Hey, uh, could we maybe, like, uh, scoop some of the water out of the streets of New Orleans? And then another guy's like, have you even thought about Africa today? Yo, do you, some people would kill to have water in their streets <laughs> right now, buddy. <laughs> some people have to walk miles to get water. <laughs> you just have to open the door. <laughs> I mean, it's exactly like that, where nobody has a grasp on the issues. Yeah. And we're all just trying to sound smart by knowing that there's issues. And the, and also, none of us care. Like, whole, we're all yeah. just trying to be perceived as people who do care. None of yeah. us care about solving this. Well, the whole we just want to be thought of. The whole framework of the argument is like a guy being like, I care deeply about these people who have been unlucky. And then another guy is like, well, have you thought about how lucky you actually are and how that means you're stupid and wrong? Yeah. And, and then, then another guy goes on like Exactly. That. And it's it's that's every that's every debate uh, we've had as a society for probably the last 21 years. Yeah. You know what I've been getting into lately? Um, literature Twitter. How bad is that? Dude, it is okay. It's like being locked in a room with a thousand um, first-year English professors, and then they all like won't stop talking, <laughs> and you can't talk back. You just have to listen, and it's crazy. And they have the same argument every day, every single what's, day. What's the argument? Every well, actually, it's there's two arguments. Every day they either wake up and go. Um, here's why 1984 is bad actually which i agree with that take but shut up you i know? like it and then I or good book. they'll argue about how harry potter is actually for children and you shouldn't like it if you're an adult and then someone else will be like well actually you're just not thinking about it deeply enough i will say it's harry potter cool. is for kids well harry potter's for babies i do really like it when somebody's like yeah I'm, you know i'm pretty into reading and then they just post a stack of children's books <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> people love doing all that. harry potter's a couple of vampire romance novels yeah dude like what happened to like like everyone just reads kids books now it's, it's so funny dude like there's like literally grown 30 year old men reading the warrior cats books as we speak i know it's nuts. And it, they're both uh, my dad's. Hunger Games is still being brought up in conversation. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like, that wasn't like that wasn't that great when it came out, and it hasn't aged. It really wasn't. It hasn't aged. Good. It's as good. It's as mediocre as it's always been. Here's a, 
and a, a pitch that I have is uh that like if you're like if you think Hunger Games was like crazy good, just read Lord of the Flies. Like was it not the exact same thing? Yeah, pretty much. I don't know. I haven't read either. It was I've seen the Simpsons adaption of both of them. It was the exact same thing except maybe like there was a little more class stuff in Hunger Games, I think. Yeah, and I mean like I don't know. I do and think Lord of the Flies is even still for kids. They are both for kids. And I'm not even saying like, you know, read that shit when you're a kid or like if you enjoy it, you know, go back and read it, but like don't read it and pretend like it's your You know what people it's should high do level shit. is just read if you like reading and then if you don't like reading, stop pretending that you like reading with kids books. That's a really good point. Yeah. That's a super good just point. Like watch TV, to. dude. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. Just go watch a movie. <gasps> no, you don't have to read. Like you don't. Yeah. Nobody does. That's just so funny to like. And you're not going to get anything out of reading words that you know. Imagine just like getting to the books you would read in junior high and just staying there forever. Imagine if you're just like, yeah, yeah I just picked up this new book. It's called a Super Fudge. It's called a Tales so of a Fourth Grade Nothing. You're like <laughs> 45 reading Spud. <laughs> Remember Spud? I, d- I don't even know Spud. <laughs> it was a 400 page novel about a guy with a small penis. Ooh. It was sick. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That's stupid. But anyway, uh, the other thing I wanted to say about social media is, do you remember the best couple TikTok we ever found? Where it was a guy and a girl, they were called the Redneck Couple, and uh, all their videos were them together. They each had an account, but all their videos, they were together on both accounts. And every single video, they would be responding to a comment being like, we're not motherfucking cousins oh yeah i do remember that (laughs) (laughs) they would be like threatening their audience yeah we will seriously have to kill you if you keep calling us every post (laughs) (laughs) and he's always like hugging her from behind yeah yeah, yeah. they're being way too horny in the video where they're talking about cut it out (laughs) (laughs) we are not related yet Y'all need to stop calling us cousins. (laughs) Mr. Redneck is, there was one where the girl was like, Mr. Redneck is freaking out right now. And then she turned the camera around and he was just like screaming in a gaming chair. (laughs) Yeah, that was sick. So try to find that if you guys are listening to this. You know what my least favorite part of this movie was? What? Um, How he kept saying, like he kept doing like fake deep stuff where he'd be like, actually, I don't even exist. He'd be like, I'm not even fucking real. I love these motherfuckers are so dialed into the illusion. Dude, I thought that was awesome. You didn't like that? I thought that was stupid as hell. I mean, it is. I hate but that. I d- it's it so is, fake deep, dude. It is stupid, but that's the thing. It's like, there are guys who do that type of shit and think that it rules and that it is deep. And it sucks when they do it, too. I, no, and that's what I'm saying. It sucked when Pat Bateman did it, but I think it's important that you, you see that. I, guess, I think yeah. that it's important that, you know, if, if you ever catch yourself doing an inner monologue as you're looking overlooking the city about how sick and twisted you are you gotta you gotta you know sometimes you need a little jolt back to self-awareness sometimes you need to see the joker doing that too and be like oh uh uh-oh that's fair it's actually uh not a good criticism for me to be making uh because i've definitely been that guy yeah except i was staring at a worse city (laughs) (laughs) yeah guarantee you weren't looking over manhattan out of your penthouse i was looking out over medicine hat being like i run this fucking town But honestly, I do think that, like, no one would be fake deep if we just killed Hollywood. Like, if if North Korea nuked Hollywood, everyone would just stop being annoying, I think, in the whole world. Yeah. 
Like Probably. I, I think Hollywood's responsible for every annoying thing that everyone has ever done. I think you're right because a lot of people only know how to relate to the world through movies and TV. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, that shit's written terribly a lot yeah. of the times. I guess that's true. Like, if we we should just nuke Hollywood. Yes. We well, actually, we should have nuked Hollywood in like 2004. We should have nuked all. Yeah, as long mm, as it's after eighty-seven. No, after the Matrix comes out. Uh, probably like December of nineteen ninety-nine. <laughs> we could have nuked them. I, I'll take it. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I don't know. I just it. Everyone's either like deep now, or they're like uh, or they're like just like a fan of The Office. Yes, those are the two types of people you can be. You get to choose either uh, artist who sucks or a guy who likes to lay in bed and what do you want to be i honestly don't know <laughs> i want to mostly just be dead i don't have a lot of will to keep going on <laughs> i don't know how that relates to the movie <laughs> <laughs> i feel like yeah <laughs> feel like uh, you just slid that in there i just need to say two that. types of guys in this modern world no the part about the movie was that we should nuke hollywood and then i just kept going because i thought i'd find something funny <laughs> but then it got real instead of funny <laughs> at the end um yeah, I thought it was weird when the lady thanks him after he insults her outfit and makes her change it. Yeah. I mean, but that's just, you know. This movie taught our dads to be mean to their wives, I think. I mean, it did. I don't know about this movie. I feel like uh, I just I just really liked how uh, a lot of his psychopathic traits, uh, you know, telling that lady how to dress being so demanding and weird is also just like how a gentleman would have acted 50 years ago yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess that's true. it's also just like what business is like that's how you win at business is by being the worst unfortunately yeah and like by willing to you know be horrible and picky and disgusting about that type of shit and having absolutely yeah. no filter so but you know what if we didn't call sex uh getting down to monkey business then maybe guys would stop treating women so bad <laughs> do you ever think about that no i'm never gonna stop calling sex getting down <laughs> to monkey business so. we gotta we gotta remove all re all business references from having sex <laughs> and then guys would i want stop it to be less transactional <laughs> <laughs> yeah i call sex getting down to monkey business because i always uh oh never mind that sounds like a bad pun yeah I was just trying to sound insane. You know what? Uh, I think my favorite scene in this movie was the business Because I'm always part. giving girls bananas. Is uh, Anyway, go ahead. I think my favorite scene in this movie was the business card yep. deal, where they were all uh, comparing business cards. And, and it was Patrick like, got insecure about how someone had a nicer business card. Yeah, it got insecure, insecure about it. But like, they all also look Id almost identical. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. all like very minute. But also, by the end of the movie, I was like, damn, that is a really good business card. <laughs> yeah, the one at the end of the movie was actually super that was nice. A good, that was a good business card. Yeah. But uh, that all that business card talk reminded me of how guys all like, that's just like total, like, guy, uh, it's the same conversation when guys talk about Jordans. Or when guys talk about lifting and their muscles, or when guys talk about watches, like I can't distinguish between any of it, That's but it's all very specific buzzwords, and everyone's worth is one hundred percent wrapped up into whatever <laughs> they're displaying right now. Yeah, that's really funny. Um, that's crazy. Have you ever been business card insecure before? Because I, I have. I don't have a business card, but I exactly. That's I'd, how I've been business card insecure. Ooh, I mean a little bit, but also I, I'm. 
I feel like I put my business card in security on other people a lot more. Like, they'll hand me a business card, and I'll be like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Yeah, I mean, that's my <laughs> defense mechanism. But, like, there's been a few road gigs where, some like, people will come up after the show, and they'll be like, they'll get the headliner's business card, and they'll ask me if I have one. And I just have to be like, no. <laughs> Why would I have one of those? And then a couple times that's made me business card insecure before. Like, nothing will make you feel worse than writing down your phone number on a corner of a piece of notebook paper to give to somebody. Yeah, I don't even do that. I do, I've do. i done it twice, and I both times I knew that they were just going to lose it immediately. Yeah, of course. But um, When we move out together, we should get a landline and then share business cards. That would be just very have one, cool. One or phone call that you call, or one phone you call to get a hold of either of us. Yeah, that would be so you sick. You book whoever picks it up. Yeah, that would be <laughs> sick. And we should have, like, both of us should have the same business card. It says Kean and Brad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's no, what I'm saying. No, it should say Kean or Brad. Kean or Brad. <laughs> <laughs> and then we, we circle one of them and hand it off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The phone number is the same for both, so we just have, like, a computer circle on it <laughs> yes yeah, i like that fucking pretty sick <laughs> fuck do you think you could put up with a fur coat girl there were a couple ladies in this movie where i was like okay i see i understand why you'd murder her yeah you, well here this might be a toxic trait that i have but I, every time i see a lady in a fur coat i'm like wow that is the most beautiful you could look right now. <laughs> That's crazy, dude. That is pretty fucked of you. Uh, when I see a, a woman in a fur coat, I'm just like, a, I wonder how much she's sweating right now. <laughs> I just think about how regal they look. And then I'm also, I also just go like, there's no way that she'll like w- talk to me. Yeah, that's to me the most attractive quality in a woman. I guess. I just, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't think I could handle, like, I feel like there's a certain personality that makes you like fur. Do you feel that way? Yeah, like uh, money grubber. It's the same thing that makes you have, like, one of those carts of liquor in your house instead of just keeping the liquor around like a normal person. Keeping it all at your bedside table <laughs> yeah. like a normal <laughs> Keeping it under your bed like a regular guy. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I don't know. But I'm also that type of guy at heart. Like, if I had all of that money, I would have all of those things. I guess I kind of am, like, a fur coat girl at heart, You are. I do think you're a girl at heart. Well, I don't, so don't (laughs) fucking tell me. Don't throw those fucking girly shoulders at me. Something fucking fuck. Fuck. So don't say stuff like that to me anyways. Brad just whipped all his hair behind his shoulder. Yeah, I just (laughs) tucked my hair behind my ears and giggled. (laughs) Yeah, I just checked my eyebrows and my phone. Um, But I'm not a girl. But I do have fur coat girl tendencies because if I was rich, all I would do is get a Xanax prescription and a permanent babysitter. Yes. And I would just act a dumbass. Oh, yeah, dude. If I ever made money, that would be the beginning of the end. Yeah. If I make money, I will not be able to spend it all. I'm I'm going to die. Someone's going g- someone's getting willed a lot of money <laughs> if I ever get rich. <laughs> um, anytime anyone, this is the lesson of the movie for the younger, for our younger viewers, which I don't know if we have. I don't know the demographics of this podcast. Um, mostly uh, twelve to fifteen. Really? Yep. That feels creepy. Are we pedophile? Anyway. But my advice for the younger listen, the youth listening to the show is uh, if 
if anyone ever says the phrase traditional moral values to you, <laughs> run. Yeah, leave. Get out of You're there. You're about to be tricked into becoming a Nazi. Just yeah. go. You're either going to get murdered or put in an ankle length dress. One of the two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're going to be wearing a real pointy hat in about 15 <laughs> <Yeah>. minutes. <laughs> yeah. Mo- nothing about morals or values ever needs to be discussed, I think. No, I am uh, right there with you. As soon as you start bringing up, um, yeah. Old term or classic classical values, then yeah, because then run. But even like modern values, like just don't bring it up because that's where conversations go wrong. Well, it's like yeah, I mean, it's really people say don't talk about religion or politics. No, don't talk about your values. You can talk about religion or politics as much as you want. Yeah, you can talk objectively about politics. Just don't tell me what type of politics you like. Yeah, exactly. Because then it gets crazy. Yeah, tell me which kinds you hate, and then we can laugh about that. Then there's middle ground. Yeah, I hate them all. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Don't come up to me and be like, you know, what we should have is a king. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um. What did you think of uh, the murders in this movie, all the murder scenes? I thought they were tight as fuck. I thought it was weird that he had an axe in his apartment. Um, I don't think that you should be allowed to buy axes unless you live in a cabin in the woods. Yeah, you shouldn't be allowed to have an axe in New York City. It should be like guns where they check your address. Or yeah, whatever. yeah. Like, yeah, you shouldn't. You should have to live near trees if yeah. you want an axe. Big time. Um, I thought the chainsaw throw murder was dope. I thought that one was, yeah, I was hoping she would get away. But honestly, the first, the axe murder off the top was my favorite one. I thought that was the most unhinged. Where he puts on the raincoat? Yeah, where he he gets uh, Paul Allen, I think his name is, yeah. all uh, liquored up, takes him back to his house, then, yeah, throws on Huey Lewis in the news and just starts explaining. Like, yeah, dude, the music stuff was really creepy. Dude, that was so creepy. I didn't like that, like... I don't like how they insinuate that that guys who talk about movies like that are serial killers. Like this movie made me feel a lot of ways about Anthony Fantano after I watched this. None of them good. <laughs> really worried about that guy. <laughs> Hashtag pray for Fantano. Because I mean, like ever, ever, literally every before the two minutes before every murder was like a needle drop episode. It re- yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> he had a red flannel on. <laughs> he was. <laughs> Getting ready to give something one out of... Uh, it wasn't ever one out of tens. It was always nines or tens. It made me want to like music less. Yeah, that just made me worry Because I was about watching like, that and I was like, I talk about music like this sometimes. Dude, I know me too. That was the same... Like, I f- I, hopefully, like, in the same way I hope this movie snapped guys out of, like, being dark and brooding, this movie sna- totally snapped me out of being a fan of music. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, definitely you're gonna check that going forward. Big, you're welcome to all my friends from Patrick Bateman. I <laughs> yeah. will never be talking about Earl Sweatshirt with you ever again. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, the scene where he just goes up to a lady, like a random lady in the street, when she's waiting to cross, and he just says hello, and she says hello, and then he just follows her. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, ladies, if a guy ever says hello and nothing more to you, that's it's probably time to break out the bear spray yeah big time it's probably time to pull that gun you got in your purse always it's time uh you know the scene also where he uh uh, killed the homeless guy in the alley oh yeah that was crazy where he was like why don't you get a job you're so fucking pathetic and then he kills him yeah (laughs) uh i feel like that was just the a dream a lot of wall street guys have had yeah i think there's a lot of capitalists who watch this movie and were like all of it was fucked up except 
that. That yeah. was cool. The part where he put that man out of his misery was nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where that's he did that guy a favor. That's how rich people see it. Is like uh, putting down a, a sick dog. I mean, that's that is how he uh, portrayed it in the movie. Like he was doing it. I mean, you could tell he was doing it out of disgust, but like, yeah, he didn't see any value in his life. Which uh, that's how your politicians see you, America. Wake up, ba da ba. That's Biden, baby. <laughs> That would be <laughs> I, I had that conversation with my mom this morning. Yeah. Just about how uh, I didn't like Obama. And she's like, he's nice. <laughs> I'm like, do you, do you see how much uh, marshland he's yeah. destroying to build his presidential library right now? You know now? what's sick, actually, is like how easy it is to convince uh, like middle-aged people that you're a good guy. Yeah. Like, all you have to do is be kind of nice. And then they don't give a fuck what else you did. Yeah, exactly. As long as you wear a suit and are eloquent. Yeah. It's game over. You have to like yeah, be a little personable, a little funny, a little regular, and then everyone's just like, damn, this is the most cool guy we've ever had. And that's Patrick Bateman, baby. Yeah. He literally just kept up a, an illusion of being a little bit regular. And everyone was happy to write off all his fucking murders just to, you know, keep piggybacking off of being this guy's friend. Obama and Bush are actually two of the sickest politicians ever because think about how cool it is to do war crimes for eight years straight and then you get out and you're just like, okay, well, now I'm an oil painter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I do bad portraits. Yeah, now you want me to come talk at your graduation? Bush did $11 million. Bush did the backwards Hitler. <laughs> yeah, reverse Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> and then Obama did the same thing, and he was at the end. He was like, "Okay, well now I'm like a guy who enjoys rap, so I'm gonna post my top forty rap songs yeah. of the year at the end of it." And then everyone just is like, "Well, we forgive him. He's probably fine." I love how he's still posting his favorite rap songs of the year. Yeah, it's and then people talk about it like it's like what's Obama listening? People to? talk about it like it's like the freshman list. Yeah. They're like, yeah, Obama just co-signed this new rapper. (laughs) (laughs) Obama posted Free Rio. (laughs) If Obama posted Free Rio, I'd vote for him. Do you think Obama, um, do you think Obama would be 600? Uh, I think Obama would be GS9. You think Obama's from 63rd? I think it's probably racist to be thinking about what gang Obama would be in. I think Obama's from O Block because Michelle's from O Block. Yeah, see, it feels <laughs> it feels wrong. <laughs> I think maybe we could talk about what gang uh, any of the other I ones just think would have been. I just think Obama six hundred or six hundred Obama has a nice ring to it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I can't argue with that. Uh, and what is he like? 10,000 X? Like, how many fucking drone strikes has that guy done? That's true. Obama is the most bodies in Chicago as of right now. Obama is a real shot caller. (laughs) (laughs) He's got... (laughs) He he can put money on anyone's head. (laughs) Um, What did you think about the part where he was watching porn and on the phone at the same time? Uh, honestly, it was stressing me out. Yeah. I was getting really stressed out that the guy on the phone was going to hear the porn. Yeah, me too. And everyone was going to get in trouble. And I also thought it was a move that I would never be so bold as to make. No, me neither. Um, what did you think of, uh, when he was working out and watching Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Oh, that was fine. I personally would have been listening to music at that I also would have too, but honestly, I get why he has that on. 
Yeah. Because that is what I think about when I work out is... Killing people? Not killing people, but surviving. Oh. Like, I what would I do if somebody killed me? Just fucking die right now, and then I do three more push-ups, and I'm like, no, I would have survived. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I just think it would do something to your mind, like jacking off while having a business conversation. Well, I would argue them. that um, serial murdering would have an effect on your mind. Mm, I think it's negligible compared to porn and talking. You're right. Porn is bad for you. There's been a lot of <laughs> yeah. studies on that. <laughs> I think porn's worse for you than murdering <laughs> every woman. I liked how uh, little he cared about hiding evidence in this movie. Like, he kept showing his bloody bed sheets to everybody. Yeah, he just kept those sheets, and it's like, you're a billionaire. Even you when he was afford new sheets. Yeah, even when he was disposing of Paul's body, he just had le- he was, like, leaking blood through the whole yeah. lobby. That never and came then, back to bite him. Uh, the other thing is, when he went to Paul's apartment, like, he just didn't wear gloves. Or disguise himself at all. Like, That's true, yeah. And then, yeah, so uh, I guess if you guys listening are going to commit a murder uh, and you need to cover it up, uh, wear gloves and a hairnet while you do it. Yeah, speaking of wearing gloves, uh, one of my, probably my favorite scene in the entire movie uh, was, uh, so this was, uh, Patrick Bateman is this loser friend who kind of he hates and thinks is a loser. He's sleeping with his wife. Mm. Uh, and he's the guy who, uh, in like the, second half of the movie busts out the sweetest business card and just like wows everybody with it yeah uh, just fucking swag and honestly it was a good business card it was textured indented letters yeah dude beautiful i mean honestly he fucking he showed them yeah it was a good it was a good card um it was like shadow lugia yeah that's how good of a card exactly it was, <laughs> it was like it was like a mint condition you pulled Charizard. that shit out and i reacted like it was blue eyes white dragon <laughs> um but yeah, he uh, wowed him with it, and then Patrick Bateman got so fucking pissed off that he went to go kill him in the bathroom. Yeah, like, puts his hands around his neck, but then the guy like misconstrues it for Patrick coming on to him. Oh yeah, I thought that was cool. I thought it was pretty good, and then uh, I I just loved Patrick being so grossed out that he washed his uh, gloves. Yeah, he washed his <laughs> hands in leather gloves. <laughs> yeah, that was sick. That man. was sick. Um, also, do you feel like axe murdering a guy in your own apartment? Is like the smartest thing to do. Like that seems like a logistical nightmare. To well, me. in your not only in your apartment, but you're in not your, getting that damage deposit in your all white apartment. Yeah, imagine all- having an all white apartment. That's you're not. That's a remnant of the '90s, <laughs> dude. If I had an all white apartment, I would move. Seriously, I would spill shit everywhere and then move. That's I'd move the first day so they didn't <laughs> keep my deposit. Yeah, yeah. There's no fucking way I'd keep a deposit there. Um. Also, it was crazy when he murdered the homeless guy because the thing he said right before he did it was, we have nothing in common. Yeah. And then I was like, does he only murder people he has nothing in common with? Because then calling it American Psycho makes a lot more sense. (laughs) Boom. Politics joke, bitch. I'm Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. You are Jimmy Fallon. I'm the Jimmy Fallon of the podcast world. I'm the... uh, um Conan O'Brien. No, you're the Maury of the podcast world. You're Yo, if anything, I'm Jerry Springer. Because you're always telling me who's my daddy. <laughs> and it's me <laughs> every episode. Um, no, you're the supersize me of the podcast world. <laughs> Can't believe you'd say that. Because you're always eating Big Macs. I'm always eating McDoubles. What, if, what would you do if you showed up at a girl's house and she was like, you have to meet my pig? What? Remember when that girl, he showed up at her house and she just like shoved a pig in his face? She was like, this is my pet, the pig. 
This is Pet uh, Pig. I don't remember that. Did that happen? I'm pretty sure. She was like, this is a pot-bellied pig. I swear to God that happened. But anyways, even if it didn't, here's the joke I (laughs) thought of. Uh, If I went to a girl's house and she was like, hey, let me introduce you to my pig, I'd be like, damn, your sister seems nice. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what the fuck? You're right. That did happen. Goddamn right, I'm right. Oh, that was just the Christmas scene. Well, I don't know. I'm doing it chronologically. Okay, okay, that's fair. I d- forgot about that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. D- the soundtrack in this movie was nuts. What was the soundtrack? I honestly wasn't paying a lot of attention to it. Or I guess maybe it wasn't the soundtrack so much as the songs he was playing. Oh, yeah. But the songs he was playing, they were going a little crazy. They were pretty good. Um, the part where, like, the one part where... The song, uh, like the whatever song it is, I don't know, but it, it, he it kept going. It's hip to be square, and yeah. he's just covered in blood. That was good. I thought that was cool. I like that. Uh, for me, the funniest one was the Susudio song. Oh, what was that? It's just where he was having a three-way and playing the one song Susudio. What song is that? It's where it's like su su studio bam 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 You know that song? No. <laughs> No, I actually don't. Well, I actually Oops. nailed that description, so. Dropped a bunch of shit on the floor today. Uh, yeah, hey, buddy. that sounds good. Yeah, dude, it was, there was a lot of good songs he played, quite frankly. Um, you think it was cool when, it was crazy when he was sad that the guy he killed had a nicer apartment than him? Well, yeah, I mean, that's just what he cares about. Yeah, he he's all self perception, or yeah. not self perception, but you know, others' perception of himself. But here's the thing: is like, if that's all you care about, um, why don't you just like take some of your murder time and devote it to getting a promotion, or alternatively, looking for apartments? Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> the murders were insatiable. That's kind of his bread and butter. What if this movie was just about a guy who was looking for apartments and he never killed anyone? Yeah, what about that? <laughs> I'm an American psycho for real estate. <laughs> yeah, I would watch that. Um, yeah, that'd be pretty good. Or what about instead of killing people, he just uh, steals a bunch of uh, working class folks' money, and then they all die because they're poor. What if he stole from the poor and gave to the rich? Ooh, what about that? There's an idea. Robin right? Hood, but he's cool? Robin the Hood. Robin Hood, but he gets pussy? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Robin Hood, but instead of tights, he wears like $1,000 jeans. (laughs) True religion. He's got some ball mains on, (laughs) some subies on. Yeah, I'd like that. Some, uh, what's the other fancy brand of jeans I know about? Amiri's. Ooh. Yeah. None of those are fancy jeans. Pretty sure they are. Those are are all fake nice. None of those are. What's fancy to you? You just said true religion, so I think. Yeah, look, that's. I think. Those are the nicest. I think you're wrong. Oh, we all know Japanese salvage denim. When I was a kid, uh, my friend's dad uh, was single, and he would wear true religions to every single hockey game that we had, and uh, my mom called them his hot pants. <laughs> and <laughs> the whole time, I would just be like, like I'd be like, oh, it's cool that they look fancy, but it's kind of fucked up that you're sitting on two like jewels all That's day. That's the thing. I could never, <laughs> ima- I could never comprehend how those pants would be comfortable to sit down. No, it in. must be the worst type. Of, I guess maybe it's 
like maybe it's for guys who don't sit down. Maybe it's for guys who are always uh, like Look, hustling. Maybe, but the only time I ever saw people wear that was when I was in high, like in junior high and high school, when Chief Keef was wearing them when he was in junior high and high school. Yeah. Uh, and That's like, so fucked up that we're around the same age as Chief Keith. You know what's fucked up is that I'll regularly listen to Love Sosa and just have to put it out of my brain that he was like 15 when he wrote that song. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that pisses me off, dude. I used to be younger than every famous person. Yeah, now I know. I'm the same age as most. Oh, well, wait till you're older. Oh, that's not gonna happen. Wait, I'm wait. Not, I'm not even letting that. Wait happen. until Juice World uh, lives and dies and has a more successful career than you do. That already happened. Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> literally already happened. He uh, did it at, at a younger age than me, and that pissed me off. Um, this guy was terrible at lying. Like, I thought the detective should have figured out that he was the murderer in their first conversation. Yeah, probably. Like, I don't... he kept trying to bribe him with fancy drinks. And then he also kept, like, delaying the start of the conversation by asking things. Like, people always think they're good at lying, but then they just tell, like, the basic ones. Yeah, it's honestly, yeah, I don't know. Most like, people suck shit at lying. Here's the best way to get away with a lie is anytime you're caught in the act and someone, or not in the act, but, like, someone's insinuating that you did something that you did do, uh, instead of meeting it with politeness, like, maybe you'd think might work uh what you should do is be super mean about it yes and yell at them and be very short always start with hostility because people are always like if i'm nice to the cops then they'll be like well this guy wouldn't be nice if he had killed Look, the guy we both but have really, watched a lot of criminal interrogation videos what you want to do is be s inconvenienced and pissed i mean you do honestly in so many of them uh they'll pause and the narrator will be like that's how you know he's lying because he's not getting pissed off right now that he's being accused of murder. Yeah, anyone who's like not inconvenienced by having to talk to a detective—that's a—that's a murder. Yeah, huge red flag. <laughs> yeah, you should um, be more pissed off about this. Would you wash your nuts from behind while a girl watched in the bath if she asked you to? No, I would not ever wash my nuts. I don't wash my nuts. <laughs> So I don't even know what you're talking about right now. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, I just thought that was crazy that he made the girl wash her pussy while he watched from behind. Yeah, that was crazy. But, you know, when you're making six figures like that. Also, she washed it in a fucked up way. She just took a dry sponge and started. I, I guess I don't know how to wash those. See, and that, that was exactly <laughs> what I thought, too, when I saw that scene. It's like, is that really how? And it's like. Who's to say? It's You know what? It's none of my business. That's up to God. I don't have to worry about it, and I thank the Lord every day that I <laughs> Can you imagine just having to... I think skin care is hard. Imagine pussy care. Yeah, I just have to dip my dick in some water every day, and I'm ready to start anew. Yeah, and for me, that happens... Spray it with the shower. For me, that uh, gets taken care of every morning when I sit on the toilet, because that's how huge my uh, dick is. Two birds with one stone. <laughs> <laughs> um i think three ways seem bad yeah i mean because what if one of the girls can tell that you like the other one more well and you'd have to awkward. like you would have to there's no way you like them both the same amount Th that's impossible 
It's like, like, like you know how your parents would tell you they love you and your siblings the same amount when you're a kid, and you would just instinctively know that wasn't true? Well, wouldn't that suck to like be able to tell you're kind of the third wheel in the threesome, and you're like, I should go, and everyone's like, no, come on, <laughs> yeah, stay. They do the come whole, on. <laughs> they do the whole production. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then as soon as you close the door, you just hear them like an explosion of laughter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god. Um Yeah, I don't know. What do you think this movie uh taught our parents, taught future generations? Um I think it taught them that doing coke is pointless. Um it taught them to be mean to their wives. Uh it taught them to kill the homeless. I think it hopefully taught them to just do coke. Leave it at that. I think it taught them that Coke is pointless because it makes you horny, but also it, uh, it also makes your uh, horn not work. Mm. And so I think it, this taught our parents to just smoke weed because then it makes you horny and it also makes you come harder. I can't wait to talk about this movies uh, with leftists on Twitter and refer to it as this great little documentary I saw about white privilege. Is that what you're going to yeah. do today? Yeah. Instead <laughs> right. of doing comedy, right. I'm going to go on leftist Twitter. Uh, you know what I think is it's not only about white privilege, but also toxic masculinity. Ooh, very, very uh, progressive take, Bradley. And also, it's about other stuff, too. Hmm. There's a bit of racism going on in here. Yep, they do talk about... Uh, this movie really is the whole package. Yes. Now, if only they showed Christian Bale's whole package, so you could suck it in a dream. Am I right, Brad? Did I say that? <laughs> Did I say that on the podcast? I, I can't remember when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it wasn't in the show. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't say whose dick it was, because I did see a face in the dream, but I'm never telling anyone whose it was. Did you recognize it? Oh, yeah. It was one of my, <laughs> one of my acquaintances. An acquaintance, not a friend? Yeah, an acquaintance. Was it a booker? From the comedy community, and that's all I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait for an open micer to listen to this podcast and bring it up with you. And it was like a, a huge one too. Like he had a anyway. Doesn't matter who it was. Um, also, it was like already sticky. In the mm. dream, like it was already like wet and covered in spit. I liked how you're like, oh shit, did I talk about this on the <laughs> pod? And then he just started talking about it, <laughs> way more grosser on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <That's, laughs> it struck me. Is all I'm saying. It was glistening. <laughs> okay. Uh, immediately what does that mean i don't know that you see it like a perfect diamond no that you're salivating over it oh that can't be what it means it's got to mean something else (laughs) um well what time are we at on the uh recorder hour and four here's uh all right let's wrap her up i think i got minutes one last thing to say um um i feel like cheating would have been really hard in the era of out loud answering machines yeah, I was thinking that too. Yeah, girl you, calls and you're just like, oh well, fuck. Yeah, because like the big thing when you're cheating is like you're supposed to ignore your phone, you know. Uh, but then like you try to ignore your phone. I when don't you know. An- but continue. Well, I don't know either. But then you try to ignore your phone when you have an answering machine to be a gentleman. But what comes up on the answering machine except some broad? 
some girl who's lying about stuff you guys did together. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's what you would do is you just be like, "This who's this crazy?" Sorry, uh, a lot of liars have been calling me lately. Who's this <laughs> insane woman who knows my first and last name and also my phone number? Uh, um, yeah, yeah. So anyway, God bless Steve Jobs for sacrificing his life so that I can lie easier. Steve Jobs died so I could fuck. He's yeah. like cool Jesus. Uh, this has been Your Parents Watch. Oh, do you have anything else? I don't know. I just wanted to say I like this movie. Everyone watch it. I yeah, think me it gets too. a bad name, uh, just like how Scarface does. But if you look at it as a satire of the guys who really like it, then this movie is good. Yeah, this shit kind of bangs, to be quite honest. Uh, um, this has been Your Parents Watch This on Comedy Here Often. Come swag me out at the comic strip this weekend and uh, two weekends from now and Grand Prairie soon. And uh, I'm around. Where are you? Um, I don't think I have anything booked until like March, but come see me March. I'll be with uh, Shane Gillis at Comic oh, Strip. I just booked my first club headlining weekend at Yuck Yucks, Edmonton, March 4th and 5th, baby. Congratulations. I wasn't saying it for praise. <laughs>